Lord Jesus, sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I'm worn out. And sometimes I'm just burned out on religion, my brokenness, my work, culture. Lord, the list goes on and on. But yet, you always invite me into your life. You alone provide real rest. And in you and through you, I recover my life, my whole being. Help me, Jesus, to follow you, to walk with you, learn from you, and to learn the unforced rhythms of your grace, your hope, and your love. I desperately want to learn to live freely and lightly, taking on your easy yoke. Amen. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Living Centered Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Collier, spiritual director out of Richmond, Virginia. Welcome back to the Living Centered Podcast. So glad that you are here. And again, uh, thank you so much for uh, just taking time out of your mornings or your whenever you're listening to these podcasts and uh, just taking some time to uh, to listen in. I really appreciate it. A lot of you have shared it and uh commented to me that you've enjoyed it. So again, thank you so much. And welcome to season two. Uh, it is the beginning of 2024. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I can't. I feel like 2023 like literally just started in some ways. Um, I recently went back through some of my journals uh, from this year, earlier in the year more specifically. And I did that because I was trying to kind of think through, like, what was this year like? What did I hear from the Lord? What was God doing in my life? Um, how is he changing me? How has he changed me? And so I was kind of going back and just reading through all my journal entries, and I was amazed. I was like, oh, wow, you know, I had completely forgotten <laughs> that I was struggling in this particular area of my life, and I was uh, praying to the Lord for those things. I was with a small group of guys uh, the last week of December, um, and we were talking about this very thing and we were all kind of like scratching our heads, like what, what was going on at the beginning of the year? It's so hard to remember. So I'm very thankful for my journals. If you don't journal, I highly encourage you to do it. Uh, it's so helpful. It's also great to go back and review those things at the end of the year and just be able to kind of see it's like an Ebenezer, right? Being able to kind of go back and, and have something point you to how God has been, um, interacting in your life and changing you. So I'm curious, how do you feel? Do you feel rested? How did that time off from work over the holidays work out for you? If you answered no to those questions or you're just not sure how to answer, I totally get it. I was there uh, just a couple of weeks ago. For most of 2023, rest has been a topic for me. Um, the whole theme of my past year really um, it was something that came up in some of my very first meetings with my spiritual director. She quickly 
thanks to the spirit of God, saw that rest is something that was escaping me in my life at the time. And ever since then, it's been something I've become uh, very intentional about pursuing. Um, One thing I started doing was practicing Sabbath, practically speaking, not the traditional Friday evening through Saturday night, but the wisdom of practicing Sabbath and setting aside a day each week that looks and feels unlike any of the other days during my week. Um, And what's interesting is that this is not a day where I just, you know, take off my shoes, kick up my feet and binge some movies or just lay around napping all day, although a short nap is included in my Sabbath. Uh, My day is actually kind of busy in some ways. It's busy with things that we don't typically uh, become busy with. It's busy with delight, goodness, beauty. I won't go into the details. That's for another episode perhaps, but I can tell you Fly fishing is on the docket in the spring, summer, and fall. It's something I have really come to love. My point is this. God works, so we work. God rests, so we rest. Work and rest live in a symbiotic relationship. And if you don't learn how to rest well, you'll never learn how to work well and vice versa. Um, You know, I, I think we in the West have a very strange understanding of rest. When we think about rest, it's generally maybe, you know, binging Netflix, maybe drinking too much, eating too much. Uh, maybe kicking our feet up, defending our time, or what we think is rest just isn't. For example, I hear this mantra every summer from friends, and I say this myself too. When they come back from vacation and you ask them how it went, they're like, oh, it was great. Uh, but man, I need a vacation from my vacation. Have you said that? I have. Vacations, in fact, are not vacations. Uh, That has been my experience. Someone told me a long time ago that there is a difference between vacation and adventures. And my my wife and I traveled to Ireland for a week last year for what we call vacation, but it was more like an adventure. Lots of journeys, lots of schedules, deadlines, and frankly, a lot of stress because I had to learn how to drive on the left side of the road. So difficult. Um, It was a lot of stress. We went on another family vacation later in the year as well, and again, Not really a vacation, more of an adventure in, I'd say, relationships. Very busy. Let's just leave it there. Vacations are meant to be rejuvenating. I think we long and we ache for rest because we were designed to rest, to find renewal. And so when we go on vacation, what we want is that rest and that renewal. But what we end up doing is really just hustling around, adding more agendas to the agenda, trying to find rest and not getting it. And you feel excited to relax. I feel excited to go on vacation when those opportunities come up. You know, go to the beach, drink some mimosas, do, well, nothing sometimes. But then the phone rings or your, you know, your email kicks off. You receive 100 slacks and your email inbox is suddenly overflowing with urgent messages. And somehow we call that rest and relaxation or we put it in that bucket. When I first was discussing this with my spiritual director, Uh, She shared Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, and we initially read it from the message, Um, and it it goes like this. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep 
company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Man, I loved that. And it really hit home with me at that time. Talk about burnout. I was at that time coming out of some serious burnout from my work and my need to recover my life and my soul was great. But recently, I was rereading those verses and reading it from the ESV and some other versions. And here's the original verse, and this is going to probably ring a bell and sound very familiar to you if you spend a lot of time in Scripture. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Something I noticed that I had not noticed before was that Jesus mentioned rest not once, but twice in this quote from Matthew's gospel. Two times. He reiterates this point. Jesus was making a point. He wanted his listeners to hear that. If you follow me, take up my way, learn from me, and you will absolutely find rest. Think about that. Rest. Now, compared to the Pharisees and scribes whose disciples had to follow their yoke, which was full of the law and all of those additional laws, his was very different. Jesus was making a comparison. There were 613 Mosaic laws, but the Pharisees created over 1,500 additional what was called fence laws for these people to obey. Literally, they created a law for the law to make sure you didn't break the law. The goal? Well, certainly not rest. Jesus thought it was burdensome and exhausting. The Pharisees gave priority to laws for the sake of laws. Checkboxes for more checkboxes, right? We do that today. Jesus was calling out their yoke as burdensome, this way making it burdensome, a yoke or way of living that would ultimately exhaust someone. We know from the Gospels that Jesus was not a fan of the way of the Pharisees and the scribes, and he called them out on multiple occasions for it. Now, I did a little more digging, and the Greek word for rest in this text is, and I'm going to butcher probably the pronunciation of this, anaposin, and it literally means a full stop ceasing. But it has this like connotation of renewal and recreating, like starting over. That word comes from the Greek word anapano, which means refresh, to give rest, or, and I think this is interesting, or experience rest, to stop, pause the labor, and recover and collect your strength. That does not sound like a vacation That sounds amazing. So the implication is that if you follow Jesus, if you apprentice under Jesus and learn his way, you will find and recover your strength and your soul. Following Christ is recovery. You will find rest in the following of Christ. In our era of chronic exhaustion, anxiety, stress, hurry, busyness, emotional unhealth, spiritual stagnation, few things are more necessary than the recovery of our souls in the way of following Jesus. To take on his easy yoke, 
in our following him, in our acceptance of the invitation to come to me, we find rest. So my friends, as we come to the close of this episode, I want to start leaving you with some questions to ponder, to consider. And, you know, maybe you'll have some opportunity uh, today uh, or in the coming days to sit and find some quiet opportunity to ponder this. But I want to leave you with some questions uh, going forward on each episode. I mean, I'm a spiritual director. That's literally what I do is ask a lot of questions for folks. So as we kick off this first episode in this new season, I want to leave you with these following questions. How are you living in alignment with Jesus? How are you following Jesus? Are you? There is a rhythm to rest. What is your current rhythm? How might you describe your current rhythm? Maybe take a little bit of time, write that down. And how does it land with you that Jesus is inviting you into an easy yoke? Those aren't my words. Those are his words. He's inviting you into his easy yoke. And last question, what's landing for you right now? Like what's hitting you? What's grabbing you? Whatever it is, speak to God about it. Be honest and perhaps talk to a good friend, pastor or spiritual director, who might be able to help you frame this for you in light of what God is actively doing in your life right now. My friends, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Living Centered Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Living Centered Podcast. You know, spiritual direction is an opportunity for people to consider what God is doing in their lives. Great for folks who want to go deeper in their faith, are in a period of discernment in their lives, maybe folks who are asking big questions. And spiritual direction can be great for folks who are no longer in counseling but would like to continue to be faithful to what they've learned. If that's you and would like to learn more, my email is in the show notes of this episode. You can also visit compasscenterrva.org. That is also in the show notes of this episode to learn more. Or just shoot me a note. Shoot me an email. Let's connect and see if spiritual direction would be a good fit for you. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.